Hey, and welcome to Passion, Persistence, and Red Lipstick, your podcast that gets real and raw about life as a female entrepreneur. We're talking about the crap that no one else is talking about. I'm your co-host, Michelle, along with Stephanie. We are food entrepreneurs that have been through some shit and live to tell about it. New episodes can be found here every Wednesday. We are so excited to bring this to you. Let's jump right in. The last episode, we talked about confidence. We kicked it off with my lack thereof and Stephanie's too much confidence. And then we both ended up in the same place of feeling paralyzed. So today, we're going to talk about the things that we did that you can do as well to help you overcome those feelings of paralysis. So Stephanie, tell me some of the things that you did that helped you kind of work through that feeling. So in the last episode, I spoke about how I was overly confident because of my past experience and what I had done, but that actually helped me pull myself up from the floor and, and go at it again. Um, I knew that I started not knowing anything 20 years prior, but worked it through and stuck with it and researched and, and figured a lot of things out that I never thought in my wildest dreams I would accomplish. So I pulled from knowing, knowing that I was a hard worker and, and I at least understood the different areas I could go read, you know, resources. I, I knew I could do it. So I pulled from the experience of I did it once, I can do it again. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that it's really interesting because it's like you, there were certainly some things that you were confident about. It was just trying to gain new confidence in this new industry for yourself. Yeah, and it was thinking about what I've done in the past, like knowledge, information, yeah. education. That's what I didn't so like, have. What are your strong suits? What are the things that made you successful before? And what did I need to know about that business to be able to, feel to be successful? Again. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. So for me, I think I really realized it was about putting the time into myself. I think, again, with what you said about knowledge because typically I think we could probably all agree that the our lack of confidence in something is because maybe it's new for us we haven't done Mm -hmm. it before no one's told us that we're amazing at it it's our (laughs) first time doing it maybe things aren't really going the way we thought they were gonna go and it's the unknown of not having information right and so I think I certainly surrounded myself with just lots of information for my mind But also for my body, like taking care of myself, getting the right amount of sleep, like these, you know, feeling better, putting on the red lipstick, how I presented myself, I found changed my confidence level. So I think treating yourself right, getting the exercise, getting the sleep that you need, feeling like you're not failing in every part of your life and just taking a step back in these deep breaths. Mind and body. Yeah, and really nourishing your mind and body, I think, helps you pull past this paralysis. And sometimes, like, look, a good cry ain't going to hurt nobody. <laughs> no. <Nope>. That <laughs> helps. That helps, too. So if you got to cry it out, cry it out. If you got to, like, you know, scream, scream, right? If you've got to say positive affirmations until you believe it, if you've got to tell yourself, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am confident until you actually believe it, like, that's great. Do it. That's what you got to do. So, Michelle, you brought up a very interesting point, though. There's definitely the mind, right? but you've done a great deal in terms of 
really taking good care of your mind and body, what are some of the things that you've done that you'd recommend other people, you know, at least look at that have helped you? Well, I think take, you know, putting my health first always because I, I think there was definitely a time when it was like overworking. I thought that in order to feel better about my business or feel more confident that I needed to work like 80 hours a week, right? I had to put like everything into it because, and if I wasn't, I'd feel guilty. And then the self-doubt would come in, I'm not working hard enough. And I think that through different life experiences and things that have happened and things that happen to people around me, you realize how short life is and that you, mm-hmm. you need to take care of yourself. And the whole point of you doing this, of starting a business, right, is to have this like level of freedom Mm -hmm. and then somehow we become prisoners to ourselves. I mean I would always joke that like people would be like oh when do you take vacation I'm like oh I have the worst boss she never lets me off (laughs) you know and that was my running joke and I say that and it's and it's funny and whatever but it's it's kind of the sad truth of what I had become and I was like basically the boss I would never want to work for (laughs) so now I think it's like making that time, scheduling in that time for myself, the things that are important to me. So exercise is super important to me. I want to look and feel my best and know that I'm fueling my body correctly. So making sure I make the time to do those things, to eating right, to taking that time to get away and go on vacation, even if it's just to come up with new ideas for the business, getting getting just out of that. Change in scenery. Run. Yeah, change in scenery, surrounding myself with really great people who nourish me. Um, you know, meditation, I haven't been the best at it, but any time that I can get to that tactic for myself, it certainly helps. I've been really big lately on positive affirmations and kind of learning those types of things in a gratitude journal. I mean, those are all things that I think are like mind, body, soul type Mm -hmm. stuff that just really can help build a person to feeling better um, about themselves. So I'm curious on like resources because we obviously there's a lot of stuff internal work that we can do with each other or you know with ourselves uh to feel more confident but like what are some things in the outside world that if you're like I don't know where to start and you just like you're just in this rut I think the most important thing here is like anything in life there isn't a one size fit all fits all and there isn't a silver bullet so we've talked about mind we've talked about body we've talked about drawing from prior experiences to help give us strength but yes the the last component is what resources are established and out there to help you with whatever it is you need the support of yeah so from a high level there is we recommend looking at your state you know what kind of resources does your state offer um, between SCORE and SBA. Yeah, and this is like to what? Like get more knowledge. Get more so knowledge. So you can build the confidence things. and feel more supported. Now, have you worked with, I think both of us at We both have had have. experiences, yeah. I, I would say, so I can share my story, my early on story of like, I didn't know, it was more of like trying to find the financial side of things, but it was also realizing that there was a lot that I didn't know to try to even raise money to begin with. So I needed my first loan. I found out that there was something called a Women's Business Development Center. I didn't know that that existed and that there were these (laughs) groups all across the country that help women in business. And I didn't know there was an official certification that I could get. And so all of that great stuff I had learned. And there were networking groups and someone suggested when I was in the networking group, hey, we have a mentor program. You can get a business coach. And it was a free service um, or very inexpensive, like whatever it was. It was like, you know, 25 bucks, like something like that you just can't, yeah, like that you really can't find anywhere else. And they introduced me to this woman and she helped me write my business plan. 
and helped me really put together what was going to be my first like plan of action. And I think sometimes when you're so paralyzed in your thoughts, you don't know where to start. And so then you're just like paralyzed. You don't do anything. You need somebody and it to help compounds. guide you through. And yeah, and you need like a mentor. You need a person yeah. who can guide you to the next step. So that was one of my very early experiences with a um, with you know a women's business like development center type group. So my experience with SCORE, we had a few of them. The first was not so positive, but and SCORE is for it's what the small so it's so it's through the small business association and every state has an SBA okay. in fact the SBA did a significant amount of work over this past year in helping small businesses with COVID with the PPP loans and idle loans it, most of it came through the SBA so a lot of the information we got was from them but they have this division score um, that Typically, if you're retired or you had your own business or were very successful in business, they partnered you with the mentor in the area of expertise that you were looking for. Okay, cool. Um, so, like, so you, very similar to what I did, but yeah. just a different agency. Yeah. Different, well, yes, same kind of category, but yes, different. But it also then directed me to the Women's Business oh, Development okay. Center. Oh, okay. So you ended up where I, I did. I ended up exactly where you were. Um, and the certification. But, okay. but for me, something I experienced was through the certification, they also started this, uh, basically, it's called Thrive through uh, WeBank. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think it was like eight weeks of learning all different things. And obviously, we were on Zoom because it was COVID time, but it, oh. it puts you in breakout groups with people. Oh, so this is have, recent. Yeah, this is this past year I did it. Okay, cool. Um, it was really cool. Um, you meet twice a week. Uh, via Zoom, but if you start to network with people who have similar businesses to you than you, but it really gives you a, a whole lot of resources and yeah. it teaches you things. And, and again, education and information gives you confidence. Right. But then it also helps broaden your tribe and gives you more people to call on. Like I became friendly with two people who are in the CPG yeah, so space. I think we talk about like networking, right? Yes. As another outside resource. I, so and these how sort of, ways, ways that you can network with other people, other business owners in your industry or not in your industry. Exactly. It because, all helps. And everyone, I mean, yes, there are nuances to your specific industry, but everyone, especially in small business, has a lot of the same overarching challenges. Yeah, and, and when you're talking about just trying to develop confidence you're not mm -hmm. necessarily looking for like tactical help you're just looking for yeah. someone to maybe share their experience like we are to say that hey I don't yeah. want to give up and what I found with everything like whether for you or mentor this one usually parlays into the next so yes I went to this place I went through score and then went to the business development center but then it directed me to these certifications and I think the best thing to do to help with confidence is just look to see what's around you talk to the people around you look at the different certification groups around right. you. right network 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 um so yeah that that definitely helped and facebook groups now right oh, i feel like i have a friend that has a t-shirt business and she's in like a t-shirt facebook group i know someone who's like it does you know makeup stuff she's in a make a makeup group like we have um a consumer packaged goods group yeah. a female food founders yes, group right and definitely that's a great place to go and talk to people too it is but in terms of confidence on yes so we have a lot of there's like those yard sale sites and the local county mom advice sites and oh, okay. so one of the ones out where i live is they have this mom advice handmade site so once a month they allow you to 
put your talk product, about product on promotion, talk about whatever. So you do that and I'll post, you know, mom pops and here's a coupon and all these people chime in. I love mom pops. Did, sorry, my company didn't know they were made locally, but it feels really good yeah. to get unsolicited yeah, feedback, so something people that, telling you that they love you. Right. I think it's something that we forget and I, I'm always brought back to this. And so for you guys listening, this is important to connect with your consumer as much as possible. Yes. For because a lot of reasons. you get stuck. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of reasons that we can go into of how it will benefit the company and market research and all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But for your own confidence, I think sometimes I've, I would have, you know, some of my worst weeks and then I would go and do a, an event kind of, you know, like a food show event or a, some kind of gluten-free event where I'm sampling the bagels and a woman would come up to me in like tears about how my bagels have changed their family's yeah. life. And you're just like, wow, you know, you're brought back to this place of, I, I really am doing something that's impacting people positively and people are having this amazing experience. I should feel proud. I should feel confident yeah, that I have I've something amazing. Well. Yeah. Like, look, and it's I really very easy. Yeah. It's very easy to get caught in your own head. So I think anytime that you guys can get to your customers can, you know, talk to them and hear the good feedback. Cause it's, we oftentimes, right. And we'll do this to each other. Like I'll send you, I'll look at this terrible review. Somebody left, but how many times are we sending each other the, the 20 other amazing never. reviews? Never. No. We never do that. Oh my God. Look at this amazing review. Like, you know what? Brag about yourself. Brag mm-hmm. about the business. Be selfish. This is what we talked about. You know, in the last episode, I kind of tease it saying you got to be selfish. This is like that self care and taking care of yourself and putting yourself first and, and being proud of what you've built in a, you, you know, in a humble way. So there's a balance of knowing that you still have a lot, you know, to learn and to grow, but to remember that you're doing this for the consumer, the product or service that you're selling. So it's nice when they come back at you and they tell you that you have done a good job. Oh, you're doing a great job. I love this product. I love this shirt. I love this makeup. I love this popsicle. I mean, when I get an email from somebody and it happens obviously because we're a popsicle more in the warmer weather right there are so many parents that i've received emails from thank you for making this my child has never been able to enjoy a frozen treat because their peanut allergy is so bad that they can't buy anything that's even produced in a facility that carries nuts even if it's not in the product you've made such a difference yeah and it's like you need to hear that stuff you need to kind of keep your like brag book of all these positive things because it gets you through some of these darker days and it pushes you through that feeling Mm -hmm. of paralysis for sure i went those are the first emails i send to my partner because i know it's going to put a smile on his face as well he created the product so yeah yeah it's good for everybody i mean we all need a little bit more of that um I would say to, you know, support at home, like surrounding yourself with people who build you up, who believe in what you're doing and kind of quiet the voices that maybe don't, that maybe are Mm -hmm. that little seed of doubt. Protect yourselves. Mm -hmm. Again, be selfish with your time. Be selfish with your mind. Ooh, that that rhymed. That was pretty good. That That was pretty good. You know what? That's actually a good t-shirt. Let me guys know if you like that as merch. Contact your t-shirt person. Be selfish with your... Time. No, wait, what did I wait, say? Be selfish with your time, <laughs> kind with your mind. Or is that what I said? I think so. But if we'll not, that listen. works too. We have to listen yeah, back. We'll have to listen back. We'll, we'll figure out the details of that t-shirt coming soon. My friend who makes t-shirts can make us that shirt. If you're listening, please make us that shirt. Okay, so I think that hopefully we've given you some really great tools on how to get over that like paralysis. So in the next episode... You know, we figure we're going to talk about some things that maybe it creeps back in, right? So you're feeling really great and all of a sudden 
those self-doubt things come back up, but maybe for different reasons than lack of confidence. And it starts to kind of change and, and you're, you feel like you might be back where you started. So if you've been there, you'll understand. If you haven't, some, some things to maybe keep an eye out for so that maybe you don't get to that place that we mm-hmm. have been. So until next time. This is passion, persistence, and, and red, red lipstick. lipstick. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. This was your podcast, Passion, Persistence, and Red Lipstick. We get real and raw about life as a female entrepreneur. We're talking about the crap that no one else is talking about. Join me, your co-host, Michelle, founder of The Greater Need, along with Stephanie, co-owner of Mom Pops, every Wednesday for new episodes. We're talking about all the things we've been through and somehow have made it out sort of on the other side. And don't forget to put on your red lipstick, go out there and do something amazing. Till next time.